Let's talk netball now. Um, not great news to report from the Quad Series in London so far. Spa Proteas playing two games uh, and losing both of them. Heavy defeats, 71-47 against England and 60-40 against um, Australia. So that's 24 goals in the first match and they lost by 20 goals in the second match. And we joined on the line by um, netball analyst and netball presenter Andy Mahamba. Andy, good evening from us. Thank you for talking to us on SAFM tonight. Good evening, Kaliso. Good evening to your listeners, and thank you for having me. Okay, these losses are huge, Andy. Let's start maybe with the England game. 47-71, what went wrong there? Yeah, I think um, now that's a question a lot of South Africans were asking in terms of what went wrong. But um, particularly looking at the, the preparation also going into the quad series, it was expected that um, you know the team would start a bit slow, perhaps not as slow as, as what we saw in that opening game, but... Mm-hmm. Um, looking at the preparation ahead of, of the series, obviously, um, you know, the team not being able to train together as regularly as they would have wanted. Also, um, obviously, you know, COVID um, isolation protocols, um, preventing uh, particularly the defensive units um, from being able to train um, together. And then obviously the big talking point ahead of the series was always how the team was going to cope without uh, you know, the likes of uh, Carla Pretorius, as as we know, you know, that is the, the top defender in the world. Carla Mostert. Um, yes, obviously mm. she's changed her surname. She's, she's married now. Yeah. Um, but yes, uh, formerly known as, as Carla Mostert. So, um, yeah, it, it, it was always going to be difficult to see, um, you know, how the team gels without Carla, not the only player missing from the side. Um, obviously, she recently announced her pregnancy, um, and she, she's not going to be uh, part of the team setup um, until you know she, she welcomes the new member of her family. And then um, Lenny Sportfeeter also on medical leave, not traveling with the team. Another player who's been an integral part of the you know the Star Proteus setup for a number of years now, and uh, certainly you know the, the number one goal shooter for the side. Um, so that that was also quite a big blow. And then Shadeen Fandimarva, obviously she suffered an injury. Um, a couple of months ago, still um, rehabilitating from that, and she also didn't travel with the team. And and that's also, you know, um, a, a big part of the team, international player who's, who's played um, in Australia and England as well. So, um, again, those are three big names, and, and having players like that out of the team was always going to have an impact on, on the star players. So, to answer your question in a very long-winded way, I would say perhaps not necessarily that's what went wrong, but mm. certainly that's what put the Proteas on, on the back foot going into that opening fixture. But the gap seems, seems huge, though, with everything you've said. Fair enough. 24 goals, considering that the Proteas beat England by, um, by three goals in 2019. I mean, in the space of three years or two and a half years, can a gap be that big? Yeah, look, I think um, no, nobody's under any illusions around uh, the, the performance that was put on um, on the day, notwithstanding all the factors that I've, I've highlighted, it was a subpar performance, something that was also admitted by, you know, coach Dorit Bardenhorst as well as the captain, Bongi Wensomi. So I think generally the team is also, um, you know, not entirely pleased with how they performed in that game. And and rightly so, Tadi, so it was a huge gap. Um, the, the biggest margin that England has beaten South Africa in the quad series. And in fact, at 71, that was the highest number of goals that England have scored mm. in, in the quad series as well. So it, it, it does show you that it, it was a bigger margin than what we've seen 
and certainly a bigger margin than what the spa proteas would have wanted. So um, I, I do think, you know, everybody is aware that that was not the performance that they wanted to put out there and certainly not what we've uh, come to expect from the spa proteas at that level. Talking about expecting, we were expecting an even bigger margin than a defeat against Australia after what we saw on Saturday. But it wasn't as big as the first game, but it was still 20 points, the difference. But I heard you at the press conference and you reckon the performance was better, even though they lost by 20 to Australia. Why is that? Yeah, I mean, the, the performance was certainly better. Uh, a lot of people wrote the Spark Proteas off completely after that first um, game against England. In fact, you know, um, even um, a, a lot of people that you would have spoken to would have said it's going to be a walkover. And it wasn't that. They were really in the game um, for, for the first 30 minutes at least, um, you know, pushing Australia um, and, and contesting a lot more than we would have expected, uh, taking into consideration how they stepped out in that first game. So definitely a lot better. And even in terms of how the team was gelling, um, you could see that it was a bit better. The first um, match did look a bit disjointed. It looked like, you know, it was it was seven individuals on court, but not necessarily pulling together as a unit. But in the second game, you could see that um, that combination play was a lot better. The defensive unit, um, you know, was working together well. Same thing in the midcourt. And I think the changes that the coach introduced in that second game as well, um, you know, had a bit of an impact, particularly in that midcourt with the switch between Wongi and Izet in that center and wing attack position. That worked a bit better um, against Australia. But I think the big thing that they were able to do really, really well is eliminate the impact of Steph Wood. I mean, she's a captain of the, the Diamonds. They're the number one ranked team in the world. And she's been the go-to person in that team. But in the game against the Spark Proteas, she really was not given that freedom that we saw um, in the opening fixture that they played against the Silver Ferns. And that led to her actually being taken off and being substituted, you know, in the second half of the game. And that was much due to, you know, the, the defensive performance that the Spark Proteas were able to put out. So, I mean, still quite a lot to be improved upon, it must be said, but it was an improved performance um, in the second game. New Zealand tomorrow, how do you see that one going? Yeah, I think um, if the Spark Proteas play the same way that they did against Australia, it could be a close one. Um, Obviously, if they put on a performance similar to England um, game, then it, it, it's not going to be as close, and you could expect then the Silver Ferns to take that quite easily. Where well, I think it's going to be quite crucial for the Spa Proteas is we've seen them starting games well. So even in the game against England, that first quarter, they were right there um, with them. It slipped um, you know, for, for the rest of the game. And similarly with Australia, started really well. Second half of the game, they lost um, 33-17, which was the largest differential um, between the two sides in the, uh, in the quad series. So it's, it's going to be about them maintaining the performance throughout the 60 minutes. The first half of the game goes well, but the intensity does seem to taper off as the game progresses. And also the changes um, that are made during the course of the game by the coach, I think they're going to need to time those a bit better and also allow, um, you know, perhaps for the changes to happen incrementally as opposed to introducing, you know, three or four players at the same time. It takes a while for the team to settle. And while they're still trying to find their feet, unfortunately, that margin gets a bit bigger and, and you know, it becomes difficult for them to, to get back in the game. So um, I think if, if they can get that right, as well as, you know, keeping ball in hand, 
and then and being able to play to their strengths as opposed to being tempted to play to the temple of the opposition. They can get those things right. It could be a close one, uh, but if not, then obviously I think Silver Ferns, as the world champions, um, would be expected to get the victory in that game. Okay, so it doesn't get any easier then for the spa protests against New Zealand uh, tomorrow. That is Andy Mahamba speaking to us. Thanks, Andy. Let's leave it there for now. Um, We'll talk again maybe after the game against New Zealand and we'll dissect properly uh, 